window. When mum heard about it, she went spare. Anything that cost money made her crazy, and she hit me with a spoon. Bang! Boom! It hurt. And maybe the spoon broke again. I don't know. Sometimes there weren't any of those spoons at home, and one time mum came after me with a rolling pin. I managed to get away, and I talked it over with Sonella. Sonella is my only full sibling. She's two years older than me. She's a tough girl, and she thought we ought to pull mum's leg a bit. Bloody hell, hitting us over the head like that. Mad! So we went to the supermarket and bought some of those spoons, three for ten kroner, about one pound, and gave them to mum as a Christmas present. I don't think she got the irony. She didn't have any space for that sort of thing. There had to be food on the table. All her energies went towards that. There was a lot of us at home, including my half-sisters, who later vanished from the family and broke off contact with all of us, and then my little brother, Alexander, known as Keki, and there wasn't enough money. There wasn't enough of anything, and the older siblings looked after us younger ones. We wouldn't have made it otherwise, and there was a lot of instant noodles with ketchup and eating at friends' places or at my auntie Hanif's. She lived in the same block of flats and had been the first of all of us to come to Sweden. I hadn't even turned two when mum and dad got divorced, and I don't remember any of it. That's probably just as well. It wasn't a good marriage from what I understand. It was noisy and messy, and they'd got married so dad could get a residency permit and I assume that it was natural that all of us ended up with mum. I miss my dad. He was better off and there was more fun stuff going on around him. Snella and I would meet up with dad every other weekend. He'd often turn up in his old blue Opal Cadet, and we'd go to Pildon Park or out to On, the island off the coast of Malmo, and get burgers and ice creams. One time, he splashed out and got us each a pair of Nike Air Max, those cool trainers that cost about a thousand kroner, ninety pounds. Mine were green and Sonella's were pink. Nobody else in Rosengard had trainers like those, and we felt totally wicked. Things were good with Dad, and we could get 50 kroner, about four or five pounds, for a pizza and a Coke. He had a good job, and only one other son, Sapko. He was our fun weekend dad. Later, things got tougher. Sonella was brilliant at running. She was the fastest in her age group in the whole Skaona region in the 60-metre dash, and Dad was proud as a peacock and would drive her to training sessions. Good, Snellella. But you can do better, he used to say. That was his thing. Do better. Do better. Don't settle for that. And this time I was along in the car. That's how Dad remembers it anyway, and he noticed it straight away. Something wasn't right. Snellella was very quiet. She was struggling not to cry. What's happened? he asked. Nothing, she replied. Then he asked again, and finally she told him. We don't need to go into details. It's Sonella's story, but my dad, he's like a lion. If anything happens to his kids, he goes wild, especially if it's about Sonella, his only daughter, and there was a huge to-do with hearings and investigations by social services and custody disputes and shit. I didn't understand much of it. I was about to turn nine. It was the autumn of 1990, and they shielded me from that. Even so, I knew something was up. Things weren't going smoothly at home. It wasn't the first time. One of my half-sisters were doing drugs, hard stuff, and she'd hidden some at home. There was often a lot of uproar surrounding her and dodgy people who would ring up and a lot of fear that something serious would happen. Another time, Mum got arrested for receiving stolen goods. Some acquaintances had told her, look after these necklaces, and she did what they said. She didn't realise. They turned out to be stolen goods and the police burst in at home and arrested her. I have a vague memory of it, sort of an odd feeling of, where's mum? Where's she gone? Then, after this latest thing with Sonella, mum was crying again, and I fled from it. I stayed outside, running around, or I played football. 
Not that I was the most balanced kid or the most promising. I was just one of the snot-nosed kids who kicked a ball. Worse than that, actually. I'd have incredible outbursts. I head-butted people and screamed at my teammates. Still, I had football. It was my thing. And I played all the time, down in the courtyard, on the pitch, during breaks. We went to the Varna Ryden school then, Snella in a year five and me in year three, and there wasn't exactly any doubt about which one of us was better behaved. Snella had to grow up fast and become like a second mother to Keki and look after the family when our sisters took off. She took on an incredible amount of responsibility. She behaved. She was not the girl who got called into the headmaster's office for a telling off, and that's why I started to worry straight away when the message came. We both had to go in to see the headmaster. Well, if it had been only me who got sent in, that would have been normal, absolutely routine. Now, though, it was me and Sanella. Had somebody died? What was it about?